Okay, Jurian, good morning. Welcome good morning. in the Ask Me Anything session. Great to have Datama in the seat as well. Yes, I'm um, excited. You are excited. I couldn't sleep last night, probably. For the but, last uh, three days, for the last three days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, glad that you made it. Um, first question, digital department at Datama Nautical Safety. So what are you doing digitally? Um, well, basically everything. My, my work, uh, well, it's all about uh, digital. So that's uh, even in this time, that's good. With the COVID, working from home is uh, perfectly doable for our team. Uh, but yeah, I started uh, about nine years ago already at the digital department. And uh, in the beginning, it was uh, support. So just when uh, vessels uh, have problems with our software, of course, our software never has problems. But uh, if they require support, uh, just answer questions, help uh, help with questions, uh, solve problems. And after that, I uh, went also a bit into sales. So go to uh, customers, uh, have meetings, promote our products, etc. And um, I still do both of those, also the support. It has tuned down uh, a little bit, but I, I'm still involved in that aspect as well. Uh, and also in the sales and uh, well, also more in the development of our software. So um, yeah, it's quite uh, dynamic. So it's basically support, sales, promotion maybe, and uh, development. And the development side is not, uh, not really the technical aspects, but more the functional uh, aspects. Just to take it one step back and explain a little bit what is Datama actually doing as a company? Because you're in safety equipment, yep. so life-saving jackets, so to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. But that's so. So tell me what Datama is and how you evolved into this digital world. Because uh, a life jacket is not very digital in my no. point of view, as 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 far as I recall. Yeah, and no, you're totally, uh, totally right. And unfortunately, a life jacket cannot become digital as well. <laughs> so uh, that's my it started in uh, 1955, uh, way before my time. And uh, back in that day, it was, well, uh, actually, uh, I'm not sure about the industry, but a water sports shop. Uh, and during the years, over the years, it evolved into a professional organization. And we basically have three main departments so you have the safety equipment which is life jackets fire extinguishers um, all the physical items uh, so to speak and one of the departments is also uh, the digital one which started, which started somewhere in uh, the year 2000 ish and uh, when active system navigation systems became relevant on board uh, well we started off with uh, digital charts we created our own software, which is called uh, the chart and software. Uh, back then it was one, maybe two developers. Um, and that grew to digital books, uh, fleet management software, voice preparation software. And uh, yeah, we basically try to be as much as we can a one-stop shop for, uh, for a vessel. So a vessel can uh, come to that uh, for digital products, for safety equipment, uh, stickers, anything, uh, anything like that. And of course, we also do medicines, paper charts, paper books, so it's uh, pretty wide. And of course, we also a very uh, important department, the uh, service and inspection. We have uh, 
uh, employees that uh, attend the vessels and do a surface inspection of CO2, uh, CO2 installation, fire extinguishers. So, yeah, it's pretty wide. You have seen a lot of digitization in the industry in the last nine years, probably. Yeah. yeah. What, what has most surprised you? Uh, what most surprised me? Well, when I started nine years ago, the digital department was actually a very small department. Uh, all the other departments were much larger than us. Um, and over the years, the digital aspect became much, much bigger. It, it's the, the biggest department at Datama now, more or less. And, uh, but what has also surprised me is that even though it grew fast, um, there were still during the last years, many crews, many captains that were uh, hesitating to switch to the digital world. Um, some paper charts, some, some paper books, they still wanted to be in hard copy. So yeah, it's both sides of the coin. The digital aspect has grown very much, but there's also still sometimes hesitant hesitancy to, uh, to switch, to make a switch. Yeah. What, what is your role in that? Do you also educate your clients or do you, um, so, so how do you help them making that leap from paper to digital? First step is, of course, to, uh, to make them uh, familiar with the product, but also to give them trust that a switch to digital is uh, not as exciting or uh, it's not hard. Uh, the vessel will not uh, get into trouble. So you have to create trust at the customers, both on the offer side and on the vessel side, of course, uh, to make the switch. And uh, of course, provide good training afterwards. We, we tend to, once a vessel switches to the digital, uh, to the digital aspect, we, uh, we provide training afterwards. And with all the vessels getting more and more and better internet connection, it's really easy to uh, make a team viewer session or Zoom, Microsoft Teams, or we take over the computer on board, which is something that we do very much. Uh, and then we install all the software so that the crew does not have to be bothered by that. And then afterwards, we also provide a short training, um, well, to get the crew familiar with the, uh, with the software. That's basically with every new crew, which is not familiar with the software, we basically provide that always. Yeah. So before I open the floor to, uh, to the others, uh, last question from my side. Say nine years ahead. So you've been here for nine years. Say another nine years you are at Datama. How does your work look like at that time in that stage? And what has changed for the clients? Interesting question. So I'm halfway then with the nine years. Um, well, of course, there is topics which we all hear about, about uh, crewless uh, navigations, uh, vessels without crews on board. Uh, I think that will come. I do not think that will come within nine years, personally, at least not on a wide level. Um, I do think that uh, um, there, there will be, how do I say it, um, crews at this moment, when they create voyages, they have to do voyage planning, they have to look at multiple sources to get different kinds of information. Uh, they need EEC charts, they need digital books, they need to check their routes. Uh, they all need to do that 
uh, we're having less and less crews on board. I think that nine years from now, a lot of that work is being done on the Orca side. Uh, we see the start in the past two, three years. Several of our large clients, customers, they, uh, they are starting with small departments uh, in the office, which has one or two or three uh, ex-seafarers. Uh, and they help the crews with uh, with voyage planning. So they look what the, what the vessel needs, what information is required, and they also provide a route to the captain or to the officers. And uh, then they only have to do the check on board. Of course, the captain uh, keeps responsible, but they assist the crews with the voyage planning. And I think that, yeah, maybe a bit sooner than nine years, but then a lot of that work will be done on the voyage uh, on the office side. And I also think that, um, let's call it pull and push methods. Now a vessel has to uh, pull a lot of information, a lot of information from different sources. Um, for example, a vessel, if they go to a certain port, they need to fill in all kinds of documents, pre-arrival documents, uh, which differ per port. Um, I can only imagine that in the future, that will become more of a push method that the, the crews with, with better internet connection, all that information will be pushed to the vessels directly and not with Excel and Word documents uh, by email. Um, so yeah, cruises navigation, maybe, but I personally think not within uh, nine years. No, but interesting that you still say, well, with regardless how the number of crew on board will be, more and more functions will be taken on board of the company. So at the shore side, that may include also uh, reporting to ports yeah. uh, and all the administrative tasks that now are laying on the responsibility of the of the vessel yeah. can be taken and will be taken over from shore side positions. I think so. So yeah. that's interesting. So similar yeah. to uh, loading operations, for instance, and, and uh, storage plants, which are also being prepared ashore. The whole commercial chartering part is being done ashore. So uh, more and more will be done from different parts than just from the vessel itself. Yeah, and even uh, I, I still like to do uh, to attend vessels. Of course, the last uh, one and a half year, uh, very little, but um, I still like to work with the crews. Um, and every time I come on board, I mostly hear about the administrative pressure on the captains, on the officers. That um, they have 100 different things to do, of course, but they need to make sure that the documents are right, the administration is in order. And uh, I think that is a perfect opportunity for the office side to, uh, to help with those tasks. So I think that that will be on relatively short term in the upcoming years, actually. Uh, that's really interesting because I always imagine that they have the tools on board to make it easier for them to make sure that the obligation is, uh, is being met. Yeah. But basically you say, well, get rid of it from from this vessel altogether and just leave them sail the vessel and let other parties do the administrative part like ship agents or the ship owners uh, yep. uh, department ah, yeah cool. of course and, and in the current situation uh, we also uh, develop software uh, to make the administrative tasks which they now do on board uh, more easy and we keep doing that but yeah i think that will uh, that will be the development in the coming years, yeah. So more voyage, for more voyage planning on the office side, and at this moment, 
more as an advice to the crews from this is what we think double check it and uh, what do you think yeah okay thank you uh, sandra mayan pelle any questions that you would like to share or ask sure. <laughs> make it a little bit difficult <laughs> uh -oh. uh, i'm just wondering uh, i myself i have worked on uh, cruise ships and uh, I was not involved at all uh, with uh, the bridge duties, so to speak. I was actually uh, more involved with the, the people on board, but I always found the bridge a very fascinating part of the ship. And luckily I was able to uh, go up there every now and then. And I was fascinated by those big charts and how they you know, use those. And it's been, uh, let's say a few years since I've worked on that ship. So <laughs> I just wonder how, how things have changed uh, for cruise ships in regards to digital charts. Do you, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, basically the EEC charts, which, uh, which you saw um, two, three years ago, those are unfortunately still the same. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's uh, still the same, uh, same charts. Uh, the active system itself, the, the navigational displays, they do tend to become larger, uh, uh, but in the upcoming years, it's a good timing with the question because uh, there is a new standard coming for the ENC charts, okay. which is which is called the S100 standards, S100, and uh, basically that's a stepping stone to the new ENC charts. And what does that mean? Uh, the ENC charts at this moment, and as you saw it only contains the general uh, uh, chart information, depths, uh, currents, uh, bowies, that kind of uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the new standard will evolve into um, a lot more information within the active systems itself. Think about in the current situation, they uh, next to the charts, they still need to, uh, to check all kinds of bookworks, sailing directions they are called, to search for additional information, uh, also the weather and such. Eventually, in that S100 standard, all that information, at least that's the idea, will become available in the charts. So the screens will become bigger again because there's more information to display. But yeah, and then that's also one of the things because I said that uh, crews now have to get information from different channels, books, uh, digital books, paper books, charts, that will more become what? Is that a bit of a clear explanation? Yeah, I really, I honestly had no idea. I just know so many cruise ships were built since uh, I worked on them. So yeah. I, I honestly expected uh, some changes. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, to, be, uh, to be totally honest, of course, the, the ENC charts that you uh, see today, on active vessels are still pretty much the same as uh, as if they were developed in the, back in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But in the upcoming years, there is a change uh, finally happening. Okay. And are, are you as Datma focused also in this uh, segment, cruise ships? Yeah. 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 Okay. Of course. So yeah, we have a very uh, wide, uh, wide channel of customers. Um, sometimes you deal with uh, talks, cruise ships, chemical tankers. Uh, and everything in between. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, this is for every ship, really, but um, I can imagine that also for Datama, you would have uh, maybe a certain focus as to, okay, there is a lot of opportunity there, 
Mm -hmm. Would that be the cruise ships then, or is there also another segment that is definitely uh, uh, of interest? Well, we have, um, of course, the, the, the main factor of our customers is uh, car cargo vessels. If you talk about the, uh, the amount of vessels, most of our customers are in the cargo business. Um, cruise ships uh, also a uh, pretty, uh, pretty good part, but uh, tugs, chemical tinkers, um, well, let me say that the cargo vessels, they concern the biggest amount of vessels in our customer base. And if you talk about new opportunities in the last year, we have seen a rise in the, uh, the luxury yachts. Um, not sure how that came, uh, came across us, but we, it started off with a few of those uh, really big uh, yachts, like the, the 90 meter plus uh, yachts. And well, the best promotion that to have with those yachts is mouth-to-mouth -mouth, uh, promotion. All these crews, they talk to each other at Malta, Monaco, or whatever places. And uh, yeah, that, that's been quite an interesting field for us. And uh, we've seen some growth uh, there in the luxury yachts. Yeah. And that's a booming business. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, it is. We're, we're busy with one uh, now, as we speak. So, uh, well, not right now, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's good and to that, know. And that, that's uh, really nice in the yachting business because, of course, we don't have contact with the owners. Um, but uh, you, you can promote all you want. But eventually, especially in that yachting business, it's just about shared experience with crews. That, yeah. that, that's the most important. If they, uh, they talk to each other in a bar or on a ship yeah. and they say, and they have a problem and they say, hey, that has a nice solution. That's the best way to, uh, to do that. Yeah, it's the best way and the easiest way, right? Yeah, and the easiest way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I uh, I did not know that, so that's that's good to hear. Yeah. All right. And I'm always curious, and uh, I don't think this uh, was brought up at the beginning. How did you uh, end up working for Datma? Has it been your passion to be in the maritime industry, or? Uh, of course, I should say yes, but no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> best to say yes. No. Um, I did a, a HBO uh, education and a universal uh, degree, uh, actually. Um, it was media and information management. And uh, back when I was uh, done with that uh, study, I just thought, uh, let's look around. And um, if I was, uh, well, with the education, the most obvious place for me to be would be at the, uh, the government uh, policy, uh, writing policy, uh, that sort of stuff. And, I did my internships at um, government uh, government companies, and uh, it wasn't bad, but it was all just a bit slow, to be honest. And projects which never finished and went to the uh, to the case and uh, never looked back to it. So basically, I just uh, looked in general what's in the within the 50 kilometer range, and what is a bit HBO or university degree. Well, there were a few university. Uh, uh, places, but that was very theoretical. And then it came across Datema, and it was uh, HBO. And uh, well, it was maritime business. I didn't know uh, jackass about uh, ships. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, but, but it, it looked like support, sales, uh, small company, like 40 to 50 uh, members. And uh, yeah, I went to the, uh, to the conversation and uh, it was uh, good, and now nine years ahead, I'm uh, still here. Yeah. 
funny how that goes, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it, it has become it wasn't a passion, but it well, it, it has become a bit of a passion. Yeah, I do like the, the maritime industry and uh, I don't have any plans uh, to leave that now and vice versa as well, I hope. I believe, but uh, if I if I ever had to do something else, I would I believe I would stay in the maritime business. It's uh, yeah. I'd say it like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny to hear. I'm in touch with so many people from so many different companies in this industry, and it kind of sucks people in and yeah. uh, people to stay. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what happened to me, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's, it's an interesting world. The, the, the different crews, the different kinds of vessels, the, the compliance, the, the digitalization, because there has been, uh, well, a lot of digitalization, of course, and still going on. Uh, to be honest, to be honest, the shipping uh, industry, in my point of view, is lacking behind. Especially if you uh, take a look at the aircrafts, uh, the airplanes, they have much, they have much better information uh, gathering and solutions. So we're still lacking behind, and uh, lots of stuff to do. That's good. Always challenges ahead, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a question on that, uh, Julian. What is the biggest reason? why there is some lack of implementation of digitization and lacking behind as an industry what kind of challenges do you see that the industry faces to get on top of it yeah that's, that's a good question i think we uh it concerns us multiple parts i do think that um it is kind of a like a traditional industry um i think that certain certain members of the shipping uh, industry they do still feel like the old ways, maybe. Uh, but the large part will also be the, the technical communication. Uh, let's say internet connections on board of vessels, which cross the Atlantic, many, many, many miles uh, out of shore. The internet has in the past, let's say nine years ago, when it started the DATMA, a, a vessel with stable internet was unique. And uh, I think that that is the, the biggest uh, issue underneath, that the communication technology was not well enough to uh, allow all kinds of good digital solutions, which require much data to be transferred. Um, the internet nine years ago on most vessels, if they had internet, was not, not even as good as our, uh, well, I think we all hear uh, know the old ways of internet with the, uh, through the uh, phone connection. Um, yeah, I think, I think the technical aspects, that's, that's the main thing that has been uh, reducing it so much the last year. Do you, do you also think that uh, legislation has um, uh, uh, put a break on it? Um, sometimes, of course, with uh, with primary aspects as uh, EUC charts, those were of course uh, allowed back in the back in the nineties. Uh, but there is a lot of things like digital logbooks, which we are working on today, uh, and others as well. They are still not officially approved by the company by the governor governing companies. So that that's basically a part. I mean, with the digital logbooks, we're already busy with that for many years, and uh, it's still not approved officially so that's also a part and come to think of it uh, the earlier question of uh, Sergeant, uh, another reason in my point of view is of course the costs uh, there's a pretty high cost with the uh, digital equipment if you're 
nine years ago, if you were a vessel on paper charts, a paper charts is, for example, uh, 20 euros, um, the investment into an ethics system, especially back in those days, could be like 30 to 100k for a double system. So that, that's a pretty, uh, pretty neat investment. And if a shipping company doesn't really know if he keeps the vessel for two years or 10 years, then uh, that's a big deal as well. But those costs have also been reduced a lot. Cool. Any other questions? I have one. Um, you told about uh, the various customers you talk to. Um, so they're very, uh, they're, they're captains, they're crews, they're, there's anybody who wants to, uh, uh, has a support question or wants some service from you or wants an answer from you, you have to talk to him. What do you bring as a, as a person to the team of Datama in aspect to the contact with all the various customers? Uh, I think the front points, let's call the front points, is uh, patience. I think that I'm, uh, I'm uh, very patient with uh, explaining software, uh, helping with problems, problems always uh, taking time to ease down. Um, and I think of myself, and hopefully you can share that. I think I can uh, tell and explain uh, our solutions with uh, enthusiasm. Enthusiastic. Yes, you yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically that, just a personality, I guess. And what do you like most about your job? Uh, the dynamic world we live in. Yeah, just like we talked uh, before, the uh, actually, every day is different. It's very cliche, but it's true. Uh, you never know what's coming uh, that day. And uh, well, the dynamic of my job, the support, the sales, attending vessels, hopefully a lot more uh, in the coming time again, attending customers, uh, being involved in the development. And um, the, lastly, the, the one thing that I enjoyed as well is in regards to development, just plainly talking with customers also with the crews, the officers, also with fleet managers or quality inspectors. What do you want in our software? Um, what do you need? You know, and thankfully, uh, when we ask those questions, feedback for the development, um, customers are involved with us. They always have uh, points to bring to the table. Um, welcome there, Ship, as well. Uh, just this is an open uh, this is an open discussion. Hello. It's rather informal. So if you would like to have any question to the uh, to the to the guest today, which is Jurian from Datama, please shout out and uh, and ask anything that you would like to know. Uh, Jurian, how is a typical day look like for you? A typical day is uh, uh, make coffee. That's uh, especially. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, well, a typical day is uh, log in at the email, of course, see what, uh, what emails we have. And we have uh, one person in the digital team, which is always, um, well, sharing the workload between the uh, employees. Um, basically, we have a small meeting normally with a few of my colleagues, just five to 10 minutes, see what's going on, what's happening, anything unusual. Um, and then it's... Uh, well, time to, uh, I mostly start with support, just some emails, see if any uh, ships have problems, technical issues, need some help. And then, uh, yeah, it can be anything. 
It can be a, a customer meeting, meetings like this, uh, trainings. I like to do trainings a lot. Yeah. So just for my understanding, so how many systems have you out there? So how many ships do you norm do you have as a customer base? We have around. It depends, of course, because some vessels take all our services, and we also have vessels which just take one small service. But we have around three thousand vessels under our uh, yeah under our management in regards to our services. Yeah, and they're sailing worldwide, but also the customers are uh, are located worldwide. Yeah, yeah. I, I must say that, of course, a large part of our customer base is within the Netherlands. A very large part, but uh, the international aspect has been, uh, well, growing steadily as well uh, in the past years, yeah. Great. So, any uh, anyone else who has a question to Jurien? Yeah, I guess I have another one. Okay. <laughs> uh, you mentioned in the interruption that, like, around in the year 2000, the, the whole digital world just became more uh, uh, a bigger thing, so to speak. and. I think you said back then there were only two developers working for Datama. Um, how is that now? How many people are working in that department? Uh, well, back then we indeed had, uh, well, let's say two or maybe one and a half uh, developer. Uh, last year, we have invested uh, quite a lot in that. We have basically four full-time developers. Uh, aside of that, we have some, uh, some management uh, uh, above that, of course, and we have the digital department, which is not really on a technical level, but we are involved in, well, getting the feedback from the customers, uh, bringing ideas to the table, how the software, how should it look like. So the, the whole IT team, let's call it the R&D team, can consist of about uh, seven to eight persons. And uh, we are actually looking for uh, more developers. So if you know anybody, we have outstanding, uh, outstanding uh, job requests. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a good moment yeah. to share this. <laughs> so, so if so, if you know .NET, then uh, come join us. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and yeah. then I think you already um, mentioned it, but it's very valuable that in order to improve the systems, you have to have the right input. Yeah. To know what is needed. So uh, I think you briefly touched on it already that you are in touch with crew a lot, and um, of course, also the, the Shura-based offices. But is there something that you like miss in order to you know, uh, uh, improve and change? Actually, there is. Um, at this moment, we do get the feedback from uh, all the persons that you mentioned, but it's quite informal and quite uh, unstructured, to be honest. And uh, last month, we have been looking into uh, what we call a customer panel. We are looking into uh, how we can create a customer panel, maybe through a Lisa community. Um, I uh, got involved within Lisa for the first time, uh, I think about two or three weeks ago, uh, to do a job and a training, which is one of our uh, software solutions. And uh, yeah, we have been running around with the idea of having a customer panel. So the same idea, but more structures. And let's start with four, five, six um, long-term customers of us. Um, just get them together with Lisa and maybe eventually also physically or um, a healthy mix of that. And yeah, just uh, lay the options on the table. We can um, then in a more structured way again, say what that's my intention is, what ideas we have. And uh, 
yeah, what they think about it or if they uh, think differently. And what would be very um, worthwhelle information if, let's say, if we have multiple topics, uh, we can go this way, this way, this way with the software solutions. Once more customers say the same thing, we want this, then that's, of course, fairly, uh, fairly, fairly valuable information for us. Yeah. And also just to have a good discussion, a healthy discussion, because we can, of course, want everything, but what is needed most? What, do, what will you really use? So yeah, we're looking into a customer panel and uh, personally, and I think that Mayan shares that opinion, the community would be uh, maybe a good uh, solution for that to make a start. Just to add on that, Jurian, uh, when you talk about customers, who do you specifically uh, um, mention then? Is that the purchaser of a ship owner? Is that the superintendent? Is that somebody working at the ship itself? Maybe the captain or a chief mate or the responsible for safety and navigation. So who is in your eyes the customer? Basically, all of them can be uh, customers. And also in regards to software, if I have uh, discussions with customers, it can be purchase, it can be quality, it can be crews, it can be captains, it can be fleet managers. Um, but I can imagine that if we uh, get this customer panel going, that depending on the topics, we might invite different customers or different kind of customers. Uh, also with our solutions or software solutions, uh, for example, the job in the software, which is a software that the crews can used to do voyage preparation, but it also has an offer side. So the crew has a version for the voyage preparation, but the offer side has a version which they can uh, well, take control of the fleet licenses. Um, so depending on the topic of the customer panel, we could invite different kinds of customers. Absolutely. And this innovating with customers is great. Uh, I really see the benefit in that for, from many points of view. How about the other side, innovating with your suppliers and potential partners? Yeah, that's a big deal as well, because uh, as I explained, uh, we have increased R&D capacity in the last years, but uh, in this world, we cannot do everything alone. So um, last years, we have also sought out to do partnerships with uh, sometimes even with uh, competitors. But uh, that has already led to uh, some solutions, uh, yeah, which are a partnership of that map. So we have a, a two-way development, one which is our own software, which is completely in-house developed. And we also have uh, increasing amounts of services, which uh, evolved during the partnership, yeah. I joined in very late, sorry for that. But I no found it very interesting. Uh, my name is Ronald Epskamp. I'm from Bachmann Electronic. We are a hardware supplier for the marine automation. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, when you're talking about uh, partners, what kind of a partners you're looking for? Um, well, basically, uh, you say that you're in the hardware uh, business. Uh, is that also like active systems, radar systems? It's all PLC-based, PC-based PC PLC, with a lot of C, C++ possibilities and a lot of interface technology yeah, and yeah. data. Yeah, well, anything can, of course, be of interest. But uh, yeah, we when we do partnerships, it's uh, mostly, of course, maritime related. And uh, 
Yeah, in regards to digital products, like uh, for everything that has to do with voyage planning, digital books, um, basically all the information that crews need to have for doing their job, uh, also including weather, that can be an aspect. And on the hardware side, uh, we do have partnerships with, uh, with active suppliers, which, which, which uh, supply navigational software. Uh, so yeah, it can be quite wide again, yeah. Okay, I'm just, we, we already had some context in the past, the far, far past. Nine years uh, ago? <laughs> many years ago, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when we both were on an uh, NMT pavilion uh, and, and somewhere around the world. Yeah. Um, and I was, at that time, we were involved in a DP system, but we, we don't have a navigation system. So, but we are able to take in the data from a navigation system and set waypoints and do all those uh, stuff. And uh, so we control then the propulsion system. We get the data from an external source and build a very strong DP system uh, based on that. Yeah. So that, yeah. that was the idea at that time. And uh, maybe we should pick it up again. Okay. Well, I'm op always open uh, open for a uh, healthy discussion. Maybe yeah. we can do, uh, do something together. You never know. We have the time now eh, in, in the Netherlands together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you. Okay. You have my contact details, uh, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Always welcome. Thank you, Jurian. No problem. Jurian, would you like to ask something to us? We. Oui. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, <laughs> no, not, not really. I guess no. <laughs> no, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe a, maybe a question about uh, the Lisa community in general, do you, especially Gert Jan, but also the others, do you think that this would be a, a suitable, well, uh, solution to make such a customer panel happen? Uh, absolutely. Uh, we have different kind of groups in the community. Most of them you don't see because they are secret. Hmm. And we just connect people in similar positions or in similar interests. So for instance, we have for ship owners, we have a technical group, we have a purchase group, we have a, a quality group, we have a, a crewing group, and they meet regularly. And what you see is that they kind of create trust among themselves um, and the willingness to help each other to succeed. And what I mean with succeed is making sure that ships can sail in the most effective and efficient way. Um, so, Connecting the right people really drives energy. Yeah. And if you can create a customer panel uh, with the right, the, in, in the right format, so a combination of online meetings or maybe uh, physical meetups, uh, social uh, events, but with the real goal that, hey, this is what we would like to achieve and everyone can benefit from that outcome. So you put something in and everybody gets rewarded from the outcome that is really powerful and that's all what the community is about and we use this platform to experiment which kind of groups are well meaningful and valuable to each other and you 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 always see a lot of positive energy coming out of it uh, and that's really uh, what you can you can use for yourself so let, let's sit together and see how can we embed this in the community and and the cool part is also, uh, it's just 
when it doesn't work, there's very little downside. So there is only time involved, but not a lot of money, a lot, not a lot of investment. It's just connecting people, see if you can drive engagement, uh, build trust and build relationships that you can use either for your direct uh, needs, but also um, at some point in time when you need someone to solve something or you don't know it yourself and you have a trusted network of people that you can rely on, which is outside of the scope of your own premises. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah and I like, I like the open uh, the open character of the community, even though it's my second, uh, second session only. Cool. So, 10.45, time to wrap up. Anyone has a last or final question? An afterburner. An Felix. afterburner. Of course. Or I always, uh... Sandra, yes, <laughs> go ahead. I always like to go out with a bang. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has kind of been, uh, uh, let's call it a tradition, with an Ask Me Anything session that I, uh, that I attend to is that I, uh, in the end, ask, or somehow it becomes a part of it, and that involves music. music. So, music, yes. It's always good after a session like this just to listen to some music and then go on to uh, your next thing. So, yeah, do you have a favorite song? Favorite song? Well, basically, I like uh, everything that involves a guitar. Okay. And, uh, well, if you have about a favorite song, well, I, I really like Highway to the Danger Zone. Ah, cool. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, okay. something I'm always uh, glad to hear. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Oh, poof. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Returning. On a, <laughs> on a day like this, I would say Walking on Sunshine. Uh, by Katrina and the Waves. Hey, yeah. Katrina and the Waves. We it has, it, has, it, has, <laughs> it has a guitar in it, so it's good. Ja. Ja. Oh, het zou als gitaarmuziek van uh, Mary Servaas, hè? So. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it because what I'm going to mention will stick in your head for the, the rest of the day. But I'm uh, uh, watching uh, the replay of the virtual summit from Friday, and uh, Rad van Fortuyn is still in my head. So it sticks in your head for the whole day. So and then you have the the prices with like the turning table with the vacuum cleaners and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Nice. Cool. Well, Julian, thank you so much. It was fun. It's always fun uh, with the large crowd, with the small crowd. It's always interesting to uh, to learn a little bit more the people within our industry. So thank you for your openness. And thank you uh, as well. like I always say, let's go back to work and see you next time. All right. Thank you everybody. Right. Uh, we invite you to join us in the conversation at the next live session. Ask our guest anything you like, engage with the others and make new connections. It's fun, valuable and free of charge. Check upcoming events in the Lisa Community app, available on iOS and Android. Cheers! <laughs> <laughs>